This episode of Okie Podcast is brought to you by Southwest Trading Company. If you've not been to Southwest Trading Company, please go do that right now or after this podcast. But the location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Southwest Trading Company has so many items from so many different artists like jewelry, art, blankets, cedar boxes, clothing, collectibles. You name it, they got it. So why not shop at Southwest Trading Company? Go like the Facebook page, follow the Facebook page. To keep up with all new events coming out the store and items. And once again, that location is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check them out and let them know Russ from Okie Podcast sent you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Okie Podcast. On this episode, I got a good friend of mine. Been meaning to come on for a minute. I got Coach on the episode along with another Russell. This is this is weird. <laughs> and uh, I I already forgot Nassim. Nassim. Yes. God dang it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Nassim. They are here with Coach today. Uh, Coach is the owner of Deer Lover Clothing Company, and he's also a music producer as well. Correct. Yeah. So thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, my man. What do you What do you think? I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. <laughs> a little nervous before, but we talked for about like 30 minutes before, so pretty much all the nerves are out now. So we're here now. That always helps, man. I I like when people can just come over. They're not really on a time constraint, and then we just kind of oh, yeah. hang out for a little Chop bit it up. before we even start. And that kind of, yeah, that eases the nerves oh, yeah. so much. I don't know, and it seems a little, a little well, nervous. She, but. she got freaked out again <laughs> when we put the headphones on. So. I was just laughing. <laughs> 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 it's not used to hearing your echo. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the crazy way how we met, though, I, I'll explain it, was when... Damn, that was what over the summer? Was that over the summer? Yeah, you worked at, I'd say Best Buy. Correct. And uh, I went in to buy some SD cards because we had we had a battle rap event that night, and <clears throat> and I was looking around, and then this guy came over to me, and I was looking, and he stood right by me. He's like, "Sir, do you need help finding something?" I said, like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> I was yeah, like, he didn't want no help. Yeah, oh, God. he knew what the hell he was getting. He was, was like, trying to get the hell out. <laughs> he was like, "Oh man, uh, what are you what are you looking for exactly?" I was like, "I know what I'm looking for. Thanks." <laughs> like I, I was being like really like I was like yeah, I'm walking like, away. Fuck now. off, really, but not really. And he was like, I think he said like 
you sure, man? He's like, let me show you like our our other options. But they're they're right in front of me. But I mean, <laughs> but but I, you had to explain something to me that I didn't know about the full 4K and like Ultra oh, Pro and all that shit. Because you told me certain, about that. Certain yeah. SD cards can only hold a certain like. 720 1080p and then like a 4k and i was like trying mm-hmm. to get you the best one possible yeah yep and when you said that i was like okay yeah you can help and then <laughs> we fucking just and then we, <clears throat> we kind of hit it off about like you asked like what was it what is this for i said oh man you know we do uh or i record for these rap battles here in tulsa and i was interested right off the bat and, and I you said was, you, even, you said you heard of it he's like, yeah. i think i heard of that you know and then then we just started talking, hitting it up, and then I showed you the past events, and then I think you came out that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I came out that night. Yeah, I was like right after work, got home, like changed, like went right there, and I was like clean hands, I think. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It was a, it was a very clean night, actually. Like that was that was the time you went was like the third time I went. I think the first time I went, I went with uh, who did I go with? That was the second time. And then I went a third time after that. And then the first time, I think I was just with Tucker. Or I was with Evelyn. Did I have my whole group with me that night? The first night? Yes. I think you had one or two people with you. Okay. But the second time. And then time, I had a second time I had a group. And then yeah. the third time. I think you did have a bigger group on the third time. DeFaro went with us. Yeah. And oh, then the fourth time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fun night though, for sure. What de- would you think of them? Oh, eat fire, fire! Everybody spitting bars. It was crazy. Like I like Tulsa has not had something like that in a fat minute, and Tulsa needs that easy, easy. Yeah, when the Castro hit me up for that, because I used to watch rap battles when I was a, yeah. when I was younger, but having shitty internet, I couldn't get on <laughs> YouTube enough to fucking watch. Um, I think oh, it was God. Smack. And lived in a small ass town in Pawnee, shitty internet, dial up internet, and it would take like a fucking day to download the entire twenty five minute video. I'd sit there and watch it, rewind, rewind it. I think it was um, it was Jay Mills and Murder Mook. That's hard. That was the one I'd watch. Like, well, that's the only one I could watch because it was downloaded. <laughs> I didn't want to wait a fucking another day for another one. But I'm gone. But I was telling Castro about that. I was like, yeah, man. Like, I felt I kind of got away from battle rap but now i see it again it's it's definitely like very inviting like it's just like seeing all that happen right in front of you and seeing how the crowd reacts Mm -hmm. no it's crazy i know man like you you bring that up too it's like all the punchlines happen right in front of you oh yeah it's way it's way different than watching it online because like the just the energy the energy just seeing i remember like the one time i went uh, shout out to Prophet. <laughs> he had a bottle in his hand that night. Uh, he went, I don't know what bar was said or what punchline was said. He just went absolutely nuts and like ran around the whole thing. That was the night when y'all all came. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tristan Prophet was just going nuts the whole time. <laughs> just like saying every bar was fire. <laughs> he was just going crazy. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure Castro told him to shut up or some something like that. <laughs> I, was, I was dying laughing. <laughs> Hold it down. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, God. 
it's iconic, bro. Because like right after I left, I would like start saying it. I'd be I'd be saying it at work like that, at my job. I'd be like, hold it down. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, that's when we met, and we've been friends ever since. Uh, it's been a it's been a time trying to get our schedules together and shit. I'm gone. It's been crazy. I been know a lot doing, of stuff's been happening with you. Yeah. Been doing all the fashion shows and then producing for a lot of people. Um, yeah, it's been really crazy. I loved it when you showed me like, or you didn't even tell me you did, you had Deer Lover mm-hmm. when we like met at Best Buy. But I think that night you were wearing your gear and I was like, oh shit, like what's it? What's yeah. this? And you're like, Deer Lover. He started explaining it to me yeah. and then. I just kind of thought, like, damn, that's hella dope. Like, you own your own fashion line and shit. We didn't really get to talk yeah. that much because the fucking event was ending. But, man, I, like, uh, I just admire that, man. Like, the the fashion line that you have and then so much work that goes into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When did you when did you start Dear Lover? I started Dear Lover in 20, 2018 or 2019. Oh, wow. Well, I had a clothing brand before that in high school called 725 but like i like released like like one thing no one liked it everybody just liked the clown at glimple shout out to glimple though <laughs> <laughs> but um i like went it was in my college dorm room that i just started painting i don't know why i never was really a painter but i just started like painting stuff and i like made dear lover like i just wrote it out as like a note to someone and I looked at it and I was like, yeah, this shit fire. Mm. That shit fire. Um, but it like dear lover represents like getting toxicity out of your life. Like saying like letting go of something like kind of big in your life. Say like someone is struggling with an addiction. Mainly the lover is the addiction. Mainly separating yourself from that. Mainly writing it out one last time. Like mm. I'm done. Like I don't want to do that anymore. Mainly just try to bring peace in your life. Damn. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I haven't really told anyone that. I told, like, certain people. Like, they know that, mm-hmm. but, like, not a lot of people know that. Not everyone knows. Not everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hidden meaning. The hidden meaning. <laughs> now, did you have it, like, crossed up like that always, or did, did that come to you later on? With the A? It's like, well, it's, like, deer. It goes. Oh, this, so this is the second logo I did, and then mm-hmm. I, have, I, have, I have. Yeah, he has the original one. The original one is just like the regular font. Here, hold on. Looks like this. Right there. So the A is upside down because like those toxic things can flip your life upside down. That's why mm-hmm. I do the A upside down. I swear to God, I wasn't copying off like V-Loan or anything like that. I'm not trying to copy off like Rocky or anything like that. <laughs> I want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> People, people in Tulsa really be thinking I'm biting off people, and I swear I'm not. Really? Yes. Some people in Tulsa, they're okay. Most of got drip, okay? Not a lot of people. I don't I'm not going to say it's that. Just mis- it's just like, it's a misinterpretation. Yeah. yeah you just like, mm-hmm. want to assume, just kind of just jump. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people, like, they automatically jump to, like, the negative, like, a negative aspect about something, and they're... And they don't want to be like, oh, that's like, that's dope. He's doing his thing. But people be like, oh, he's doing this and doing that. Like, I don't, I don't know. People just, I don't know. Tulsa could be sometimes hating. Yeah. Yeah. That lateral violence, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like 
Tulsa is very loving too at the same time. It just depends like who you're with and where you're at. Honestly, like the rap battle is very loved. Everybody talking to me, everything. And mm-hmm. then like I can go to somewhere else and everybody's like, who, like, why the fuck did you make that? And I'm like, oh, hmm. I don't know. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> but damn. Damn, that was a crazy side topic, but yeah. Well, I mean, I mean that's important too because anything you can create, I mean, there's always going to be people, people that find a way to tear it down. I oh, guess. Oh yeah. In a non like helpful way. Oh like, yeah. You know, you have your friends, you know, and then does this is this cool? Like, or what? Can, how can? And then it's more of like, well, maybe we can, you know, work it out to where it looks something a lot more better than what you think it might be because I've had that too where I've had like different stuff where like even like graphics too it's like I show like certain people and I'm like to me it looks shitty like like I I hate it but then they're like no it looks dope like yeah but like literally the term one man's trash is another man's treasure yeah the the truest thing Mm -hmm. because like I can make a shirt and everybody's I think it's I don't like the shirts I made but a lot of people love them mm-hmm. and everything. But, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's really crazy how, like, one – there's – I don't know. With Tulsa, with Tulsa fashion, I would definitely say, like, people just want to wear something they like and everything. It's not about, like, oh, name, brand, name, brand, name, brand. Everybody's, like, trying to support their homie, and that's why I really like – like, everybody's trying to do that. I don't see – a lot of people are still not rocking a lot of ro- local stuff. Like, I mean, I've, I'm very appreciative of, like, who wears my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got people that buy stuff all the time. But I want to get to that point to where, like, there's a store and it's just carrying Tulsa stuff. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee we'll get to that point. I've talked to people. I've had four stores offer to put me in. Mm-hmm. But I just want to, like, do it in the right terms. Yeah. Is that a long process? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The manufacturer cost, um, how much they want to sell it for, taxes, whole bunch of other things. And that, like, there's deals that didn't go through because of that. Mm-hmm. And I was wanting to charge a certain amount, and they were wanting to charge another amount. And I was just like, I don't see that happening. And it just didn't work out. Wow. Um, but it happens. Uh, mm-hmm. We got my uh, my website's getting worked on right now. I was working on it before, but then like it messed up. So we're working on it again. And uh, I'm going to do a, probably a drop in, uh, I don't know, probably before summer. Ooh. Big drop, big drop. The whole? Whole collection. Probably whole doing collection. 15 different items. God damn. Yeah. A lot of people just drop a shirt and some shorts and call it good, but I'm I'm trying mm-hmm. to go big or go home. Yeah. That's the way you have to do it, man. Yeah. I mean, because I see that too with just, yeah, a couple shirts, maybe some shorts. Oh, here you go. Yeah, it's like, like oh, next I'll do, year, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, I'm trying to do jeans, jackets, like all this. That's one thing I think, like, this is going to call a lot of people out. I promise I'm not trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, with Tulsa Fashion, I feel like a lot of people think, like, if I just put a logo on a shirt, like, oh, this is fashion. No, that's merch. Yeah. And I, some people have a hard time, like, like splitting the difference in between. Like, like the people I'm with right now, like, Nassim and Russell, like, they know what I'm talking about. Like, her brand that she's coming out with, crazy. The stuff he's coming out with his stuff, crazy. Like, actual, like, hard work put into it, not just like, hey, let's just throw the logo on the shirt. Mm -hmm. And I hate that. Like, I don't, like, that's why I don't like wearing my T-shirt. Because it's just the same exact thing I just said. Yeah. But I like wearing my jeans, like, the pants, like, everything. Like, I don't know. 
like seeing something stitched, like seeing how much time is put into it. Mm-hmm. It's way different. That's why I like, uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Che, like seeing his work done, uh, cut and sew jeans, cut and sew shirts, cut and sew everything. Like seeing the time he put into that is insane. Whoa. Is that what you do too? No, I do more, I do more embroidery. Yeah. Yeah. But I like everything I'm like, just thinking of in my head, like this takes a while. Like it doesn't like, I don't just jump right on it. Like I make sure like I like plan it out. I'm like, I'm a perfectionist, but it, like it kills me that I am a perfectionist and I'm trying to work on that. But yeah. Yeah. Well, with yours, it's like, you know, it is embroidery, embroidery. Yeah. Yeah. Embroidery. Word, but, yeah. But, um, with your stuff, I think when I first seen you, you had the pants on. They said "Dear Lover" on the legs, yeah. or somebody did. Correct. I can't remember who it was. And then even the jackets, they had "Dear Lover" on the back, yeah. but it looked like it popped out, like the legs yeah. popped out. Somehow. Yeah. Like what is that? Just so how it's embroidery. I think the one you were talking about was a raised embroidery. So oh, okay. mainly like kind of like like a like a three D. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best way to explain it. Yeah. I was like, and then the hats. No, oh, yeah. had you had that hat that yeah. said "Deer Lover" all the way around. Yeah, it. you did that one too. Yeah, I did all my stuff. I mean, I have people that help me out, mm-hmm. like they embroider for me. But most of this, there's one person that probably helped me out probably the most was like this guy named TJ. He helped me design some of this stuff. But other than that, like I like I have people like run my stuff, but like pretty much all the ideas are coming from me or like TJ's helping me or a girl named Vic. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I'm mainly like on top of everything. Wow. And like, but I will definitely say this guy right here, Russell. This guy right here has made it like where I like, like I stopped doing Dear Lover for a fat minute. Mm-hmm. Like I had like a whole lot of life shit happen, and like you know everybody's got life stuff happening. Like sometimes you have to put like that stuff aside so you don't ruin it. When like big, big, important things happen in your life, you kind of kind of move some stuff to the side. Mm-hmm. I had some stuff happen. Him and his brother, shout out to Ridge, mainly kind of like made me get back into doing the clothes. They were mainly like, what are you doing, bro? Like, this is like, people are going to love this. So I appreciate you for that, Russell. Of course. Yeah. Course. Um, Dude, like, like how that started, kind of, it was, uh, we were over at his old place. You know, we just see this, we just see this puffer jacket just sitting there. This green puffer jacket and it just said, dear lover on the back. Mm-hmm. I don't know what compelled me, just what came over me. I was just like, whatever this is, or who did, whoever did this, it needs to keep happening. I don't know where it came from. And he just said that it was all his brainchild. And I, I lost it even more because it's, yeah. it's someone I know personally. It's like, it's, it's way, it's it. a way cooler feeling when it's like your homies doing it. That's one thing with Tulsa too, is like, I see a lot of people like they're supporting all these people they don't even know. And like sharing their stuff, but they won't even take the time to share their homie stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but they they are definitely like my. I will thank God for the friend group I have. Mm-hmm. Easy, because like I for for them like I wouldn't be here. Like I know a lot of people say like they wouldn't be here for like certain things, but like realistically, like if it wasn't for them, like I wouldn't like I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, like I was done. Like I didn't want to like do anything. Like after that situation that happened. And uh, about 2019, 2020, like I, like I was done. I lost like a lot of friends and everything. I, I didn't want to make clothes anymore. I, I didn't want to do anything. And then I like kind of got back into like, I moved to Riverside and I started working with Che 
Che got me back into doing clothes, like kind of going into it. But I was never like fully throwing myself back into it because I was scared to like mess it up. And then I met Russell and Ridge and Russell and Ridge were like, you got, you're fumbling the bag if you do not do this. Like, this is hard. So I like jumped full back in, full swim. And then I think like a couple months later, like we did our first fashion show with Trent. Shout, shout out Trent. And I've done, uh, technically I've done three. I'm about to do my fourth. Shout, in, shout out Sharpside. Yeah, yeah, shout out Sharpside for real. And speaking speaking of clothes, models, professional model over here. Oh yeah, tell them, tell them, <laughs> tell them. Okay, yeah, I'm in the fashion industry, and I'm like signed in New York City and Europe, and I'm also um, friends with them. So like when I met Gavin, I saw him doing his brand, and I was like, damn, like he could like do some cooler photos, more streetwear vibes, because a lot of my friends in New York City also have local brands, and they really just get together as a group and, like, really, like, be honest about it, and, like, they just go for it. They just don't hold back, and he's been doing that lately, so I'm proud of him for that. He's really going for it. He has new visions and ideas, and he's about to keep creating. It's about to be really, really fucking good. Shout out to Pinterest boards. (laughs) The Pinterest boards. Oh, God, for real. I'll be looking at it. I'm like, yeah, that's fire. Let me save that. <laughs> yeah, that's fire. Idea. Let me save that. Yeah, for real. I'd rather be on Pinterest than Instagram, low key. Mm. Instagram just be making me depressed. For real, bro. Yeah. Because everybody, I feel like everybody, like Instagram is just a dick measuring contest. It's so fake. It is. <laughs> you catch me on Pinterest. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> Insert Pinterest username. That's it's fire. Soothing. Yeah, on God. Instagram gives me anxiety. I'm like, I need this shit to go away. Can you follow each other on Pinterest? I have no idea. <laughs> no. Are you just on it? I just got back on it because her. <laughs> I'm on it. I mean, like, I have it on my phone, but I just don't, like, get on it. I guess yeah. I need to start looking at it. But. Well, I mean, like, with, like, Instagram, with, like, certain people I follow, I watch a lot of, like, well, obviously cooking shit. Like, everybody watches cooking shit on Instagram. Like, that's the best thing. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy. But then you're like, damn, like, I gotta go get fast food. Rams I gotta highlights. cook this shit. Yeah, Rams highlights. Shout out to the Rams. <laughs> oh uh, they're God. terrible this season, but we gotta come back next year. Um, but no, I, lo- I watch, like, a lot of people doing, like, DIY stuff or people doing music or people talking about movies. Oh, I could watch that for days. Mm-hmm. People talking about, like, Scorsese and Tarantino and everything. I watch that shit all the time. I eat that up. <laughs> now you're from new york no i'm from tulsa oh you're from here yeah okay i lived in new york for a year though it's pretty oh, fire okay big change saw a lot did a lot did what i needed to do so tell them who you modeled for um yeah let it loose come on is, come on this is disclosed i'm joking <laughs> Okay, um, I've modeled for, like, Polo Ralph Lauren and, like, Calvin Klein, like, the G3 brands, so, like, DKNY, like, Tommy Hilfiger, things like that. Been in Fashion Week, that was pretty fire. Just, like, being around, like, people you, like, some people, I don't look up to every celeb, but, like, some, mm-hmm. and I'm just, like, damn, they're really like that in person, like, they got it. But, you know, the fashion industry is very crazy, very hectic. And I feel like all over the world, like, there's some places, like, Tulsa, they're, like, kind of behind schedule. They don't really know streetwear shit, like, pretty fucking well. Like, if they did, everyone would be dripped out here. 
So hopefully Gavin and his friend group, you know, they're going to throw some stuff out. I'm working on something. So it'd be cool if I could like collab with him one day or something like that. And like wear his pieces in my industry where I'm about like around like bigger people and like show his shit. Like I've done that in Fashion Week. I've worn some of his shit like during it. And there's like people out there that are so like, damn, those pants are fire. Like I like the colorways. He has really good colorways. I think he could do a lot with it. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot you did up there for a year. Yeah. Dang. I was alone, <laughs> too. killing it, huh? Yeah. I had Ridge and Russell come up there. Pretty dope. I wish Gavin could have, but, you know, future plans. Oh, yeah. Take a group trip up there. I'll, like, introduce Dear him. Dear Lover, take over in New York. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Introduce him to some of my friends that have big shit out there, and, like, he can see, like, different perspectives of how people, like, take from not only their visions but maybe some people to look up to and just really do it mm. <laughs> oh, my, bad. my bad i was looking down at something <laughs> I like, and then I, I did not mean to hit the mic my bad <laughs> and you're from here russell yeah i am from here i lived in florida for like six months but that was just my senior year but mm. came back here and currently i'm in school college of muskogee nation i don't know if you've heard nice. of that. yeah I just seen they're looking for a basketball team. No, yeah, I actually it. am on the team. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Him and his brother ball out. I ain't going to cap. Ridge? Is that yeah. the one? Ridge, yeah. yeah. Ridge? Ridge, yeah. That is also Damn. Nassim's boyfriend. Nice. We're all connected here. All connected. How long have you been going there? The, this is my first year there. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, I was class of 2019. Just didn't do anything for a little bit. Hmm. And... Just started going this year. Been, my main focus, really, it just it differs from them because like their thing is like clothing. My thing is skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Like that's shout that's out to Die Thirty Seven. That's what I get off at. That's my niche. Yeah. But really, with that, I mean, but it's through clothes is like how I've got my closest friends, which is weird to say, especially nowadays. But like literally, it was just friends of friends doing stuff within this how i met how i met russell was we were downtown i'm pretty sure i was hammered off the jameson Mm. great i had this bottle i had well (laughs) this was in a like a weird like time in my life um i had this bottle of canada dry and had the jameson and then there's this picture the first time i met him first picture is he's holding this like ginger was it ginger or was it It a 40 ounce it was Ginger ale. It was ginger ale, and he's like holding it near his head. And I like ever since then, like Russ. Every time Russell would see me, he'd dab me up. Whatever. (laughs) Like, but we're at all these. Like, I'm like literally getting like shit face drunk with his friends, and then like I kind of like we started like I kind of like stepped back, and then like Russell kept coming around, always kept coming around, always coming to the apartment, come hang out and everything. So I was like, that's it. Like the people that you can hang out with, like I know a lot of people use like substances and everything like i get that but uh like i don't know a friend that you can hang out with completely sober like people that you can hang out with completely sober you don't need anything to hang out with them those are the best people i know i know it, like that's going to sound weird to say and a lot, a lot a lot of people aren't going to understand that but if you understand that you understand that mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy how we just all ran into each other that's how. That's really how it is in Tulsa. There's like, you, I mean, you can meet people on Instagram, but it's way better to meet them in person. That's for sure. That's wild. Like just hearing everybody how I met Russell over here, and then I met your best buy. You yeah. on a job. Yeah. Met 
through Ridge. Fuck like, Best Buy. <laughs> fuck Best Buy. <laughs> it's a small For world. <laughs> For real. But just imagine if like the manager walked up to you and like. Rodney want you never you never got to explain the SD cards to Russell. I know for real, dude. Yeah. For real. And I was just like, I knew. I like saw I think I like looked at his shirt or something and I like he had something on. I was like, yeah, I have to talk to him. Usually like when I like see like I work in the mall. And I like when I like go out to like all these events, I look at what they're wearing and I like if I see like blah 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 photography company or like all this stuff like i make sure to talk to them because you never know what could be set up or what what could happen like that half the people we meet it's just just at functions that's true yeah true never thought of it like that yeah every time yeah every time some great advice coach yeah there you go yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't even remember what i was wearing that day but I, and then when I'm I pretty could, sure you were wearing something with the rap battle stuff on it. I think maybe it was my hat. Yeah, I, you, I think you had yeah. a hat on. And I was like, "What is that?" And he like explained it, and I was like, "Oh, that's hard." I fucks up that. Yeah, yeah. And then was that summer? No, that was May. So that was your first fashion show, correct? In May, I had one before that. I had one in October. That was a smaller one at Sharpside, and then we did one at Clean Hands, which we did like 500 people at. Right. And shout out, like, that whole week was crazy. Like, I can't even, like, explain. We, my homie, uh, Waylon Tucker, t- the one that made, like, taught me how to make beats. Shout out to him. That's my brother, 4 Um, We rented out, like, this Airbnb, and we got, like, all my friends. We had friends from Ohio that flew down. We had friends from Cali that flew down. People from Norman that drove down. Like, everybody's working on music. I'm producing for music while getting ready for the fashion show. Like I, I am extremely blessed on like that whole week. Um, but, uh, yeah, clean hands was crazy. I can't even explain like be, I'm so grateful for that night. Easy. Fuck. I know. I wanted to go to that one. Yeah. We were going to go and then I think we had to, that was in May. I think we had somebody's graduation to go to or something like that. Which I told, which I totally understand. I'm going to run it back in the back. I'm going to run it back again and run it back again until everybody gets the memo. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep running it back. I didn't, then you had another one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you've had three all in all. Yeah. I had had one with the underground collective. That was the most recent one. That was in December 17th, I think. I heard about that one the day of you had it. Yeah. I was like, damn it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't promote that really well, but it was pretty, <laughs> a whole lot of shit happened that day where I'm not even going to get into that, but, um, mainly pulled through and made it happen. I mainly had to like replace like half my models and I didn't have oh. a photographer. She like all the photos that were shot, she shot them and then she had to leave for shot, whatever studio 30, I guess studio 30 was the reason why, but it's whatever. Um, <laughs> all good i guess we'll just shoot shots <laughs> oh fuck but Hold on. but yeah we're back we're back we're back I we're back yeah oh god three pete no but um so when's the next fashion show uh i gotta talk to trent because i want to make sure i yes fucking go. yes yes definitely need video work yeah definitely gonna get you paid now okay so i've never like done video for like a fashion show what would i need to do just get the models just make everybody i i don't i don't know because like bts i want to like 
because like I I've been watching fashion shows since I was like 14 years old, mm-hmm. and like every one of them is different. And like you can ask her too, like everyone is different. They're not all the same. Like I, I guess everybody's just walking straight. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. But like the camera angles, the vision, like everything. I definitely would say the next one I'm doing, I want to have like. I don't know, do more of my vision, how it would be set up. I would do it way differently. It would be the craziest thing. But um, hmm. how would how would you f- shoot it is what you're asking? I don't – I guess like – If it's like so different because like I guess they're not all the same, correct, as you said. Because like I think of it as like, oh, like a rap battle, right? Like hmm. it's just all the same like here and then like you have your A, B, and C, right? Yeah. But it's so, so easy to do that, to do that every single time. Well, you have a steady hand. Yeah. So I'd probably put you at like camera angle B mm-hmm. and you begin like the shots of like the people actually walking by, not just like the face, mm-hmm. face forward one, which I had someone do that last time. Like I had like the Roses event. I had a whole fashion show and I scrapped it. Like I had a whole video, scrapped it. Really? I didn't think it looked good enough. Mm. And that's where the perfectionist thing came in. And I was just like, I can't do anything with that. But yeah. I am probably going to release the new one this Friday on YouTube. Shout out to Tucker. He pulled through and he recorded it on his phone. It looked great though. It looked like some like like Undertaker WWE shit. <laughs> this was, keep in mind that the, that video was not sponsored by Apple. That video was not sponsored by Apple. <laughs> all shot on iPhone. But yeah, all shot on iPhone. No, no. Yeah, we didn't get paid. <laughs> Samsung. Just kidding. Oh hell no! no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that thing pixelated. You only caught like half the video. Half the video. <laughs> the weird notification sounds. Two, two models if you're lucky. Yeah, for real. I had I was gonna live stream it on my phone and like I like screen recorded it too. Mm-hmm. But I like I told my homie to set it out there and like he didn't press the dismiss button on my like low battery. Oh, I and then hate like that. it didn't record, and I was like, mm. all these people hit me up, like, where the hell happened? What the hell happened with the fashion show? I was gonna watch it on the like Instagram. I'm like, fuck, like it just happens. There was a whole <laughs> lot of shit that happened that day, but I'm so glad how it looked, mm-hmm. and I definitely like to thank them for helping me out, and I like to thank Che. Shout out to Underground Collective for letting me do that. Appreciate it. We're gonna have some more stuff set up this year. Now, was your first one? Was that very stressful? Like. Was that because that was your very first one, and you've been building this brand? You I would came say, back, right from that hiatus you said you took. Yeah, and so, I would say, I mean, not really. Thinking back on it, like it, it really was pretty went, simple. Yeah, it yeah. Really, we just threw everybody in the clothes. They went out, and that was it. Hmm. It really wasn't that stressful. And I think like the next two, we actually like, you actually put more thought into it. Yeah, and like I actually like had everybody. Roses like picked out their outfit. Roses, I had thirty five models. There was people that were model. There was they only had like eight. I had thirty five different looks. Ooh, and not including the people that my Tucker that was not modeling. He was doing the sound. He was wearing Dear Lover. Like there was so many people wearing Dear Lover. There's like all this footage of everybody behind, uh, like right by the racks old location. We're all in the back, and we're just going crazy. There's, like, probably, was there, like, 50 people back there? Yeah, there, there was a lot of people yes. back there. Going nuts. Like, we moved like a mob. That's what it would look like. Damn. Yeah. 
So I would say that one was a lot stressful, but the last one was probably the most stressful. For I was so ready. Like I was telling her like 10 minutes before I got there, I was like, oh, this is going to be like, this is a walk in the park now. Like it's all set up. Everything's fine. I got my cameraman. I had three cameramen. All of them pulled out. Oh, what? Yeah. And then I uh, had a cut. Well, so two of them couldn't get in. Well, okay. Mainly I had no idea the event was 21 and over. And I thought since it's at Studio 30, I didn't know the rules changed to where I thought it was because 18 with a med card. That's why I thought it was because it was like that for a fat minute. And I I haven't gone there in a long time. Mm -hmm. So half my people got cut. So I had to call people and I'm like, hey, would you want to model? And they're like thankful to a lot of people that pulled up and said they wanted to model. Um, But like it was so like last second to and I wouldn't it's not the underground collectives can fault. They, I I had no idea. It was technically my fault, um, but we got it done. It looked great. It really did. The video that's gonna come out looks pretty dope, and all the music that was played during it. Yeah, like I did like all of it. Mm-hmm. I had some people help me on stuff, but like I did pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I seen a little preview on your Instagram oh, yeah. <clears throat> from yeah. the uh, backstage. I think. Oh yeah, and you so said, crazy beats are all mine. I made all the beats. Yeah. So. Shout out to Keezy Cuts. He interviewed me. I was high as hell at, at that point. <laughs> I mean, it's a weed event. Of course I got to get high. We were all back there just blown. Yeah, come on. We went through like two packs of Backwoods like in the first like 40 minutes. Nice. <laughs> and then have you always been into music too have you always oh, yeah. made music oh yeah no i never like i guess i like the first song i made i was in high school and like i it's called norman bates if you know what like mm. the bates motel mm. is yeah i made it off that like i like but i deleted it i never oh. found it again i wish i could find it because i thought it was like a really cool idea but it sounded like <laughs> absolute shit like i heard it back i was like damn this is terrible <laughs> um this. so I would say I got back into music. I guess I got into music. So I started working at Lowe's after my, uh, I don't know if this was my senior year summer. It was my senior year summer or it was my freshman year summer. My senior year summer, I think, yes, it was my senior year summer. I met this dude named Sean. We I don't talk to him that much anymore, but shout out to him. Uh, love him to death. Sometimes he don't respond, but like, it's whatever. Um Mainly, probably the most talented rapper I've probably ever heard, like in person. I would definitely say that. I could definitely say that. Mm-hmm. Russell can definitely agree. Ru- uh, Sean at Folly is the dude for he, bars, freestyling. He literally would ju- like we put on like a four minute beat, and he would just go, like just wouldn't stop. Like, some people just like have to stop. He's and, like, I'm, he's really the tr- he would just keep going. He's really the truth. He's really the guy. I will definitely say that. I will give him 100% credit. He is the guy. Um, so and That's Sean I got, Foley? Yeah, Sean, uh, Sean. His name is Sean Faruqi. Oh. But uh, his rap name is F. Ali or Prince Folly. He got the name actually at Lowe's. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, but I started working with him. I didn't like make beats or anything. I was with around a lot of producers. Actually, one of them's name is Seven. He's actually in Arizona right now, and he signed. Um, but mainly how I got into it, I mean, I had the apartment at Avondale uh, on Riverside, 
and we had speakers in my room and we would always like they would be recording i made a beat i made one beat and it went on instagram live and i played it mainly the guy that recorded sean the first time heard that beat and he like found me dm'd me he was like hey bro like like i want to teach like i want i want to work with you mm-hmm. and i was like bro i don't do music like i'm technically at that point i was everybody's manager mm-hmm. like i would try to get him shows and shit so I was working at a liquor store at that time, and then he pulled up to the liquor store, and he was like, Coach. I'm like, I had no idea who this guy was. And uh, this is Tucker. This is Tucker, by the way. Tucker pulls up. He's like, bro, like, like I'm going to teach you how to make beats. Like, I'm going to teach you how to make beats. I'm not going to charge you a, a dime. People make people make their living off of teaching, like, what I've learned. Hmm. Like, he easily, like, easily could have charged me. But he was just like, saw this in me, and he was like, I'm going to teach you. I went over there like every night. You can ask Russell this. I'd be there. I'd So I, I had two jobs at this point. I would go, I'd get up at 6 in the morning, get at work at 7. We'd go work at that screen printing place. And screen then, printing place. And then Fuck TGI. I can't 100% see that. Fuck TGI. <laughs> and then right after work you'd go straight to the liquor store yeah i would just go work at the liquor store so i'd work from 7 a.m to 10 p.m then i got off at 10 p.m worked at the studio just watched or i'd make a little melody for him or not melody or a sample that's my thing is sampling mm-hmm. i'd work from like 7 a.m to 10 p.m actually 7 a.m to 5 Get off at five at the screen printing job. Go home, take a shower, get out the work by seven thirty or by five thirty at the other place. I probably I never really made that time. You know, I enjoy my showers. Come on, yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounded creepy as hell. <laughs> um, but and then I went to the liquor store. So I'd work from till ten o'clock, and then I would go from ten. I would go leave right after, go to the studio from 10 to something damn near. It was always around 2.30 or 3, I left. And I would repeat, I repeated this process for a good, I don't know how long, three months, three or four months. So I'm I'm literally only sleeping like three or four hours. Like Shit. I, one time at work, I passed out. Like I literally passed out from exhaustion. And Russell was there, I almost cracked my head open. Whoa. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Now. Yeah, and that was all because I I wanted it. I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. Like once you like you're willing to give up so much other shit if you want it that bad. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. And then I was working on the clothes at the same time. I don't know. Like some people say like they're really working on shit and I just like they I don't know. A lot I would say a lot of people in Tulsa really expect a handout for me to like like, they're like, oh, bro, like, let's collab. Like, oh, she's put in the work. Nassim has definitely put in the work. But I have people that come up to me like, oh, let's collab. And I'm like, I look at their stuff, and I'm like, that's it? Like, I did, there's not, like, a lot I could do. Like, mainly it wouldn't benefit me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to sound greedy or anything, but, like, when a collaborative effort, it's 100-100. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just think I can just give them a handout. And that's not the case. Especially after the Roses event. Because I like kind of set up all these people to perform after. And all these people hit me up after the just perform. And that's all the only reason they would talk to me. Because they wanted free, free performances. 
don't know. I don't know. I definitely will say, like, I would hook up as many people as I could. But I would definitely say, like, you kind of just have to work your ass off and get to that point. Like, I wasn't at this point just from that. Like, I worked my ass off for a fat minute. Like, before, when I first did Dear Lover, like, I did a lot of networking. Like, a lot of people knew me from four years ago. Now I'm, like, coming back into it, like, the last two years. People know me from back then, not from what I do now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, that's how it is, man. <clears throat> you have to, I mean, like, people just see, like, oh, your pictures, right? You know, the events you do. And then that's all they see, but they don't see, like, the actual the, work. The work that the you work put that in. You put in, because yeah. that's how well, it was, shout, too. Shout out to Russell. I mean, he was, he's been on shows. He was the whole reason why I got the Res Dogs Connect. Mm -hmm. Him and Rich. Him and him and his brother work their ass off. Like, I, I surround myself around people that work their ass off. Mm -hmm. I can, like, I know I'm lazy sometimes, but, like, there's a different type of lazy. If you yeah. really want something, like you're really gonna go out and put 110 fucking percent into it. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut. Oh you no, off. but that's what you need though. Yeah. Like, I mean, you need to surround yourself with people like that, and like that's how I was prior to like just moving back here because mm -hmm. movies were getting so big around here, and I oh, was yeah. just wanting like somebody to go. Here you go. Here's this. Whatever it is fucking do something with it yeah. but it would never come because i wasn't doing shit i wasn't doing a fucking thing to get to that point right and so i had to realize like you gotta go out like you have there's there's there is people that want to do the same exact thing as you mm -hmm. like there's people that come up to me like i want to make a clothing brand. i want to do this i'm like yes like do it mm -hmm. but i'm just gonna let you know like it takes a lot of work it is meant that it's like, making clothes and making beats, yes, it's mentally draining. I've lost a lot of relationships with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I technically, I had to cut off a girl the other day because, like, she didn't understand, like, when I'm in the studio, like, I'm in the studio. I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm putting my work in. Like, I can't come down every weekend to go do this. Sometimes I, I don't go out anymore. I don't go out downtown. I don't go out and drink. I don't go out and do anything. I'm in the studio or I'm making my clothes. That's it same here yeah like yeah. i would rather polish my craft than go spend 120 dollars at the bar and get shit faced hammered yeah no offense to anyone that does that <laughs> but come on i mean like for me it's like i go out every now and again but i see but the i bigger, feel like i see the bigger picture of what yeah. i'm trying to do what i'm trying to build the foundation that comes with it and then just like everything that fucking you bring to the table and people watch, like people see what you're doing Yeah. and they could hate it or love it, but you're being watched right. constantly about what the fuck you're actually yeah. doing. Actually. So like if I go downtown and I get shit face drunk, it's not just like I look bad. Yeah. I make dear lover look bad. Exactly. And people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not saying like anything bad about people that want to go out and have fun or anything, but like. You're I, an entrepreneur. I, yeah. 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 Um, but I like, I see people like post on their Instagram. They're like, Oh, I'm like, I'm so sad. Like I'm so depressed. And like, I just see them doing this toxic things to themselves. Like it, no, it's not healthy to go out and go drink every weekend. That is not right. Mm -hmm. Like it, I guess you can have fun, but like you, you are who you surround yourself with. And if you're going to surround yourself with people that are not motivated, or like not wanting to do anything, you will not do anything. And that I had a point where that's all I was hanging around and like I wasn't motivated. That's not that's not anything to them. 
Like that's no shade to them. It's just like, I'm a different person. Like I, I want to be around people that are constantly working every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, there's no stop. And they can make you better as well. Yes. Yeah. And I, I try, I try my best to make other people better. That's like, I will definitely, I'm not going to brag about myself, but that's one thing of one of my qualities. Like I've, I really want to see the best in my people. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Yeah. If that means that I have to be put on the back burner, that's fine. Like I will literally help whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I see it too. It's like, I want to inspire people. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to help somebody see the potential that I see in them. And I see so much potential in a lot of people. Oh God! But they don't. It's fucking, just work ethic, bro. But they don't like see it as well. And I'm like, I wish you could see what I see. Yeah. You know, I wish you could do what you set your mind to and focus and just fucking dive in and do it. You oh know? God! But, but like you said, man, it's just like, it's just it's hard to do too. You know, because you're setting your own way sometimes. Well, because a lot of people don't. Right? I would say a lot of the reason why a lot of people don't jump into it, it's because like. Okay, I went to Glimpool, right? And I, I br- brought this up earlier, and this is a good point why I brought it up. Because, like, Glimpool, like, was hating. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally was like, I would be, I remember, I could bring up this story, because this is kind of funny, and this will show a lot of shit now. This is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings, but I don't really care. But, so, I used to thrift all the time. This was before Macklemore Thrift Shop or whatever, when everybody was going out and thrifting. Mm-hmm. I literally would go to the thrift, I'd beg my mom. I'd beg my mom. I would try to find all this money. I would go thrift and I'd buy like champion basketball jerseys. I'd buy sneakers. I'd buy all this stuff. I'm, this was about probably like 2012, 2011. This was like no one was doing this. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing this stuff to school and everybody's like, you look bummy. Like this looks gross. Like this shit looks terrible. I'm wearing starter. I'm wearing starter jerseys. I was wearing Nike SBs. I was wearing all this stuff. And this is in like 2011. I'm wearing Air Force Ones. I'm wearing all this stuff. Ripped jeans. I was wearing dress shoes too. I was wearing all this stuff. I was doing everything. And like what's crazy is like three, like I had a YouTube where I would like show all my pickups and everything, what I would sell. And like all this shit happened. I got like made fun of. I got clowned. Clowned. And like I was debating on not even going back to school. So, like, my mom was, like, telling me that I should probably delete it, and I did. And I started a new one. And I had, like, probably, like, on that one, I had, like, probably, like, 300,000 views on it. I wouldn't say, so. it was, like, probably, like, 200 subscribers. But there's people I still talk to mm-hmm. from that one. Like, one of them just, just hit, like, over 100K on YouTube. People don't understand, like, with YouTube, it's a totally different bag. Like, some people, it takes years Mm-hmm. decades to like get big on youtube but i'm like i'm talking to these people and they're like saying like i'm like trying to explain to them like in my city like tulsa and glimpool and all this stuff like there was nothing like this 10 years ago there was no rap battles there was no let's promote your music let's there wasn't fifty thousand people trying to do the same exact thing i'm trying to do or what other people are trying to do because now everybody's trying to accept it and be like okay cool like do your thing Ten years ago, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that at all. Sorry, I went like off sidetrack, but just mainly like the reason why a lot of people don't like jump into it is because they're afraid to get judged. Yeah, it re- and I totally get it. Yeah, but you just kind of just have to like jump full in, like just and not give a fuck like what people think. Sorry, mom, for the cursing, but 
but it's that's just really what it is. Like you just you kind of just have to do it. Yeah. Unless you, and if you don't think you're gonna do it, just drop it. Don't don't do it. Yeah. That's truth. Like that's how I was. I was I was so scared to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, two years ago, going on three years now, and and I was just like. Man, people are gonna shit on me. They're gonna fucking hate me, and they're gonna people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's another podcast." Fucking, but but you don't know thing, what he's talking yeah. about. I mean, oh god, it was just what were you gonna say? Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and I guarantee you feel fucking amazing that you did it. That you just oh, yeah. jumped right in. Yeah, and like you, it's it's helped with you know networking. Yeah, it's helped with meeting so many fucking amazing people, and it really does help your mental health. And it does. <clears throat> uh, before I would hardly talk and shit. Yeah. And then getting, but getting to talk to other people about, you know, their mental health, if they bring it up, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's always good to bring up mental health because yeah. that's your main focus always is like, that's probably one of the reasons why I started this as well is to not just event, but just talk, talk mm-hmm. to other people, get better at that. And, just kind of go see where, see what happens. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Just, just what happens after this, you know? And so yeah. mental health, that was my mental health was fucking shit. Yeah. I worked at the casino and had horrible management. Um, I just, I this, this podcast is sponsored by shitting on old employment. <laughs> on I've God. said this like a lot of times, but <laughs> it's, it was to me, it was horrible management. And, you know, I, I had the decision when COVID hit to either, get that call back and go back or fucking take a, take a shot on me, you know, it's like always fully, good to gamble on yourself, fully invest in myself yeah. for once, you know, cause I kind of did it with MMA, but I didn't, that didn't, I, and I self doubted myself from the start of that. So I don't really count that one, but this one, I was hey, like, that's fire though. Some people don't even, even give it a shot. Yeah. I kept getting hurt and shit, but that was just me too being, making myself like nervous and afraid. But this, I was like, you know what, man, I'm just going to fucking dive in myself and just fucking go all chips in. Let's see what yeah. happens. And that first episode came out hello nervous, but you know, like you get better with everything that you oh, do. Yeah. If you're consistent enough yeah. and you keep doing it and then you just keep making moves, you'll get and, way more comfortable in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, but my mental health was like way down here. She, you know, she was here and that helped a lot. She helped me talk about a lot of stuff, but you know, coming back, to her. coming back, you know, after leaving that place. Yeah. Cause man, I, I just I gave myself anxiety going to work and I didn't want to be there. And it was just like fucking awful. But you know, now it's like my mental health is like skyrocketed. It's like the best, like I think I've ever seen it. You know, mm-hmm. like we don't like, like, I mean, like there's still struggles. There's yeah. still like, but there's, it's not there's like, days. Yeah. There's struggling days or struggling months, whatever. but it's not weeks. No, it's not months. Yeah. It's but not, it's, it's, yeah. but it's all good because I'm doing what I, what I want. Yeah. I'm doing what I love to That's do. That's why I see a lot of people do like, they'll be like sacrificing their whole like mental health for a check. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Go get your bag. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to go to a job that I fucking hate. That mm-hmm. is not happening. And that's like some of the employment I did. Like I did that so I can make more money. And I, me too. I absolutely, it bit me right in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a greedy. And I learned that having greed is not good. Like I make sure that I'm always in like the best situation. I don't care about money. Yeah. Like if I don't make another dime off Dear Lever, I'm, I'm glad of what I've done. Mm-hmm. If sure. I don't make a dime off making the music, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I know I will, but. 
like with music, it's like with producing, like people be like, oh, do you make money from this, this and that? No, I, I actually like make beats for people because I genuinely enjoy making yeah. it. And I want to hear that because I think about it as an artistic aspect. I don't think about it for money because mm-hmm. if you put money as the front aspect of something, you're not going to succeed. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like, I mean, like I know a lot of people that do the brand just because money they want to make money and then it just folds because mm-hmm. the designs didn't play out or yep. they didn't put the artistic de- like effort into it. I don't think their heart's fully into it. Oh too. yeah. No, no, yeah. no. If they're just like looking for a fucking other way to make money. Cause like that was the farthest and don't thing. Don't get me wrong. Go get, go get your bag. Yeah. Another thing too is like, I know there's really good jobs out there. Shout out to those jobs that treat their employees really well. It's just from the fact where I was coming from was, that wasn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I left another job to go to that one because of the money. It was yeah. great money, but that does not solve all your problems because no. you have to, like you said, it bites you in the fucking ass. What Biggie said, more money, more problems. Exactly. And within there. <laughs> no, yeah. But, yeah. For real. But I mean, um, so Russell, <laughs> is your brand a skateboard brand? I haven't had anything going yet. Mm-hmm. It's just an idea at the moment. But with, I mean, that's the, ultimate goal is to just have a full-on brand where i'm you know making t-shirts pants decks mm-hmm. and that's where i want to go with it but for right now it's just like an idea i'm just trying to like the same same as gavin just perfect my craft just skate as much as i possibly can try to get it on film and it's like people fuck with that and like they're gonna fuck with what i'm gonna do just off of what i've been doing for like the past 10 years of my life mm-hmm. and it's a lot. It really it's a lot like but Gavin was saying, yeah, it is it is a lot. Like you have to be just really have your heart in it or not at all. Like there's no There's no half assing. Yeah. Like, exactly. Whatsoever. And you just remind me what I was gonna say about the money part, right? Like mm-hmm. I started this I didn't give a fuck about money. I was like I don't care. Like I'm just trying I would to rather, do yeah, something. Yeah, I would right? rather like you know Yeah, you, you can't take money with you to the grave. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could, I could be, people can hear this for mm-hmm. the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Your podcast, people can hear that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And you spent, I don't know, I'm not going to say how much you spent on it or I don't know how much you spent on it. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd rather have that than, oh, that certain lump sum of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what people need to start thinking about that shit. Cause I don't know. I see a lot of people like to just focus on money. <laughs> yeah. You got to work for that money too, if you oh, want. Oh yeah. It. Like people think, like, oh, it's just gonna happen overnight, you know? Because oh, yeah. I've had people say, like, oh, I want to do a podcast. I'm like, like you, it's like fucking do it then. Do you know, it. Like do it. It's but amazing. Do you have to put a lot of preparation in the stuff? You have to, and have I, everything ready. And I tried my, I tried to help as much as I can. You know, like this is what you need. You don't really need it, but there's cheaper options. Yeah. I'll help as much as I can, but I can't make you do it. That's yeah. the one thing. It's like, I cannot make you do it because once that record button's on, then people kind of start freaking out about themselves. Yeah. If it's a solo episode. And like, yeah. And like it, and what you said, once you do it over and over and over and over again, you'll build up more confidence with it. And you don't even give a fuck after that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Yeah. You're just like, so like battle hardened. It's like, whatever, say whatever. I don't yeah. really give a oh, fuck. God. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I said something stupid. Yeah, I forgot what I said earlier, but I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. <laughs> but I mean, more, like, more genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, like be, be what real. we were talking about before, before we got on here, and you were like, this, like the regular like interviews, mm-hmm. 
Like a lot of people, like they fuck it up. They ask the most, like, like what are your inspirations? Mm -hmm. I hate that question. (laughs) I really do because it's like it's just so boring. Mm -hmm. Such a boring question. Can I ask you a question? (laughs) 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 Who or what? Inspired oh you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but do you notice that? Like a lot of people be doing that in interviews. Mm-hmm. They be asking like, if I was like interviewing, like someone like like obviously you'd be asking questions like you're very interested in, mm-hmm. like you're interested in, not what everybody's interested in. Yeah. I don't like if I'm interviewing someone, I'm gonna ask like if I was interviewing Jay Z, I'd be like, so what was your process during the Blueprint one? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, oh, so how was it marrying Beyonce? <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, he probably already talks about that a lot. I'm asking him, like, really in-depth questions. <laughs> how much do you make a year before taxes? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> How's Rockefeller right now? Yeah, for, uh, Rock, I don't think, I don't think Rockefeller's a thing anymore. Really? Yeah. Is it Rock Nation now, I guess? Probably, yeah, it's yeah, Rock Nation it's now. Rock Nation. Yeah. That's weird. Oh god! I would just honestly, I would just ask him, "Can I get a Rockefeller chain?" Yeah, for real, dude. The <laughs> Rockefeller chain. Start throwing up the pyramid. <laughs> oh, give me the Rockefeller Air Force Ones. Yeah, for real. I need those <laughs> with premium leather. But for real, Coach, what was your inspiration? No, <laughs> I was like, "What the?" Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. <laughs> If I had to like, I know this is going to be very controversial. If I like had to answer that question, uh-huh. I, this is going to sound so bad in Don't 2023. Kanye West, easy, easy. That man's worth ethic is insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. Just seeing how much I know, like, yes, like what he said, it's not good. But if you separate the art from the artist, he is one of the most influential people. Of all time, Are you talking about my, what my generation, he is a hundred percent probably the most influential. Mm-hmm. Him or Wayne, but Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, yeah. How Lil Wayne? Oh my God! Like pretty much everybody in Atlanta just bites Lil Wayne. I'm not gonna say Thug did, but like Thug is true. Yeah, they were really they were really like calling like Thug Wayne 2.0. <laughs> Dude, we were all on the school bus listening to a Millie. Oh. I feel like I mean Wayne definitely played a part in like yeah. all of our childhoods. Yeah, like all these yeah. all these people like and they're doing they're just I'm trying to do I wouldn't say I'm trying to do the same exact thing as them, mm-hmm. but what they do that a lot of people don't realize, they empower you. Like what the words they say. If I listen to music about if I listen to someone that's telling me to wake up and get my ass up and go do certain shit, like go go out and go get it. I'm gonna go out and go get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I want to murder anyone. Get the hustle on. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. Yeah, the work ethic is like I look because Kanye West. I grew up listening to Kanye West, and it was kind of crazy to see the transition from music to like then the fashion stuff. The, the when he did the Madison Square Garden fashion show mm-hmm. and the Life of Pablo like release party, that is literally one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Really. Yeah, in Madison Square Garden, there is, how many seats are in there? How many? I'm looking that up. Look it up. It's just I couldn't get a number on that. He sold that out like a week before. Oh damn! It wasn't like uh, capacity. There we go. 
over 20, almost 21,000 people in there filled to listen to an album. Not a lot of people could do that. Yeah. I mean, probably Drake. Drake's probably the only yeah, other one. And Drake, I would say Drake's a, put a lot of people up. I like Drake. Uh, Drake's good. Yeah. I like 50 Cent. Oh, God. But it's always like the work ethic I see now. Like, it's... And and just not them, but like local people as well. Like you yeah. see, like your local people, like actually putting in work, and that's powerful as well. Yeah, people people literally be hitting me up, just like expecting the handout. It's mm-hmm. no, you have to work. Mm-hmm. Like I can get you a show, but who says you are not going to fold at this show and make yourself even look worse? Mm-hmm. You have to like, I don't know, like with me, like okay, as a producer. I make sure I will not work with you unless I've had a FaceTime call with you or you're at my studio. Mm-hmm. That is my rule. And like people like I'm, I've been at a shout out to chip, chip Kip. I've been at his house the last like four days and I've been recording for him. I, I, we've literally done probably 25 songs. Damn. And those like probably in the week, but it's work. Yeah. It's work. I'm sweat. I would be sweating my ass off making a beat type mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> no, I want to be but, there for that. <laughs> what do you work on? Is it uh, free loops? Is that yeah, yeah? Is no. that still a thing? Yeah, yeah. it's what? the best. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best for making beats. It's probably not the best for like engineering vocals, but for making beats, it's the best. Mm-hmm. And then I would definitely say so. Tucker showed me how to make FL Studio. I'd go there every night, and then Jay taught me a little bit more. Shout Uncle Jay and shout Angel. Uh, Mainly, they got me. They were the first people that I actually started like, like they, everybody was rapping on my beats. Actually, the first people that ever rapped on my beats is Pretty Faces. Uh, shout out to Kobe and a shot. They're a Christian rap group, mm-hmm. Pretty Fire. Mm-hmm. They also do wrestling. Oh, yeah. Whoa. They actually wrestled this Sunday. I'm Cappuccino Jones. I'm gonna go watch that. Professional wrestling in WWE. Yeah. Getting sold apparently. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, it did get it did get sold. It's gonna did be, it get sold already? Yeah, yeah. it got sold at like Saudi. Did they? Yeah, I heard there were rumors about that. And then Stephanie stepped down. Yeah, Vince came in. Apparently, uh, I, I literally just saw this on Instagram. Apparently, Vince came in. I took how her out much from money Marvin and sold it. I wonder how much money because Billi- what billions? That's what it says. Billions. Billions. Fuck. Well, because like I heard that they were trying to go back to the PG thirteen, like oh, not yeah. the, because they they were mm. with PG a fat minute. Yeah. And still like, are. yeah, and I think if they brought back like the Attitude Era, like when wrestling Dude. was like you're you're cracking a beer open in your head and like you're trying to throw everybody in the crowd, like that's when wrestling was cool. Like I was a college wrestler, I would never really like watch like WWE until like I sat down with them and watched it. Like I, I had the Dude, video there's games. Sw- there's like a certain like. There's, sw- there's it's swag, swag. Like the yeah. swag to it. Yeah, the clothes, like dude, the t-shirts. You have to make everybody believe that you're cool. Yep. And then if you everybody believes you're cool, you're cool. You're literally hitting swanton bombs from the top rope. Like, <laughs> know how many bed frames I went through in my entire life? Yeah, for real. Because I wanted to be Jeff Hardy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, I wish I still had my wrestling shirts from back then. No, it worked a lot. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I used to have a couple. I used to have like a couple Cena ones, but this was like when Cena like first came out, mm-hmm. before he was doing like the really weird socks and shit like that. What? <laughs> so, well, because like when uh, there was like I don't know if it was the early two thousands. He was wearing these long ass socks with the with the cargos, but now he does no shows. 
Yeah, that was a cra- yeah, yeah. crazy time. He was, was, was wearing crazy fits. Like, how yeah, for that? real. But he, denim capris. Yeah, for boots. real. Shout out to John Cena. He got bars though. He can really rap. He's good. He really can he rap. Is. He yeah. really. He's on a ninth wonder beat. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, we with Mers. Shout out Mers. Mers was actually in town a uh, couple months ago. Yeah, for uh, it was Soul Bodies. Yeah, Cypher, right. Yeah. That's fire. I fucking miss that too. Yeah, I missed that one too. Well, because like my job, like, like I can't go to all these events. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm definitely gonna try to like open up the schedule more. You better pop up. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely popping out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, did we talk about your brand? Let's talk about it. Uh, or come it's on, a, it's a brainchild. It's a brainchild. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be doing like. A streetwear brand that's kind of like grunge and punk vibes, kinda like nice. very dark, low key, but like fun colors. And also, I draw a lot, so my graphic designs are like my handwork that I'm gonna put on it. And I'm gonna do like my first drop. I'm gonna do puff print on like some zip up hoodies, like full zip, mm-hmm. and um, certain colorways. Um, and right now it's just called Serenity, but I think I'm gonna change it and change the vibes up some. It's not out yet. The mock-up looks hard. But I definitely will give the approval. The mock-up looks pretty hard. You wanna see it? <laughs> yeah, let me see it. Okay. So you're calling it Serenity, but you might change it. Yeah. Um, where the fuck are the mock-ups, Gavin? I I know, you sent it to me. Oh, Here, hold on. This is like a Can I shout out someone real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, shout out to Max Geyer. Shout out Max. Shout out Max shout Geyer. Out Max. He just texted me. He said, "How's the interview?" He didn't want to come because uh, he was going to be uh, hella hella anxiety. If he knew he was going to be <laughs> on a mic, he would have probably lost his mind. But shout out to Max. Tell him how fun it is. Tell me there's oh, no, yeah. no no need to worry. Like, what's crazy <laughs> about Max, literally no one could say anything bad about him. Literally mm-hmm. every everybody has t- everybody has something good to say about him. Something good to say. But he is literally sometimes the most quiet person in the room. But he'll like, just he'll, say one thing. He'll say one way. thing. Everybody's like <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. He's one of those guys that like he says the right thing at the right time. And yeah. it, everybody nice. just it just breaks down. No, I, that's why I definitely say, like, yeah, I already said it earlier, but my friend group, I cannot, like, I, like, from, like, losing everything, losing, like, all your friends and, like, literally having only your family mm-hmm. and then bringing it back up to where, like, I could literally call, like, 20 people on my phone and be like, yo, what's up? Like, come over right now. Like, that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. A blessing. Some people don't even have one. True. I got 20. So. I'm in there. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> this is dope, man. I like this. Thank you. The lettering is a uh, it's like metal. A metal. Yeah. Yeah. And the skull. I like yeah. the purple zipper as well on the red. Thank you. I like that. When's that dropping? This year. Probably like in four months, honestly. Because nice. I'm going to order like 100 pieces from my first round. And I'm talking to a manufacturer, and it's going to come from overseas, and it's going to take, like, a few weeks to get to me. Mm. But I'm just nervous to see it in person. But if I like it, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me know what it looks like. Um, and 
Coach, your uh, your manufacturer is that overseas too? I had one. I had one in Tulsa, but then they started like hoeing me. Like they weren't getting my products, and I was like, I don't know. We're, we're gonna figure it out. My main, I'm definitely figuring that out right now mm-hmm. as we speak. Um, but we'll get it done. Yeah, there, I'm probably gonna be using several different manufacturers because, like, I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna give a sneak peek. I'm doing a hockey jersey. I'm doing several different. I'm doing like two different jackets. I'm doing a varsity jacket. I'm doing a bomber. Don't I'm give away too much now. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. I have to go to several different places to do it. Like, I can't like just get it from one now. Yeah. Which at one point it was just one, but now I can't. Damn. Yeah. It's very complicated. But like Is that the hardest part you think? The oh yeah. Brand, money like the, the money the money the money part and the manufacturing and figuring like designing of the shit is like it's the probably the best part. Mm-hmm. Um but like actually like putting all the work in, like that sometimes gets very draining. Um like I think the biggest thing also is just like the certain type of fabric you want to use like oh t- yeah t-shirts is a big thing Qua- yeah quality over quantity mm-hmm. easy i want my stuff to be like good quality i want this like people to wear this for like 20 plus years someone's like grandson sees my jacket and like oh my god that's hard i want that like, <laughs> yeah. like that's what i want to see it's never about like making the hardest thing i want someone to like like i told russell this like when i first like started hanging out with them like how i want my clothes to be perceived as like oh my god you have this like this is fire, mm-hmm. like and then like people are constantly wanting it. It's not I don't care about money. Yeah. If I if like people someone asked me the other day like, if you made enough money, would you move out of Tulsa? I said probably not. Like I'd probably still be here. I'd still try to fix what Tulsa. Tulsa has the potential to be one of the like, the new Austin or like, like everything. Like they got it's got potential to bring so many creatives together. And it's doing it. It's trying. But a lot of people aren't wanting to connect. They're just divided. And it just looks like almost like a mob boss shit. Like everybody's separated and they're like, they're certain families and shit like that. That's what it looks like. Yeah, Tony Soprano. Yeah, for real. Shout out to Tony Soprano. R.I.P. James, James Galafini. <laughs> yeah, that's very true too. Uh, because I see the potential in Tulsa as well. Yeah. I mean, just there's so much here comedians designers other podcasters i never even knew about yeah. artists like musical artists yeah. i mean Paint, there's some like amazing, amazing painters painters, like, painters. Like, shout yeah. out to leo shout out to angel shout out to beck shout out to there's so many people i can name mm-hmm. with the paint with, with with tulsa's actual art scene like the paintings oh we're up yeah we're up there's so much shit like i saw i saw angel do a whole show he had like 150 people in there and he he did that by himself did a whole venue, the and he whole and he yeah whole exhibition, sold all these paintings, did everything. Damn, not a lot of people could do that. No, no, and that's all from networking and putting. He put in the effort. He's been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. Me and him were both college athletes. I was a college wrestler. He was a college football player, and he was t- he actually told me the story the other day. Like he was debating on like playing college football at TU, like keep playing or like I'm gonna do this art thing. And he gambled on himself, and. Look where he's at now. Mm-hmm. Once you, when you gamble on yourself, you throw it all in, and you put the effort in, you will not be disappointed. Yeah. And always know it's going to take time. Oh yeah, that's that's the main thing. Is like you're gambling on yourself. There's going to be some tests. There's going to be some tough that. times. There's yeah. going to be times you lose out in a ton of money. There's times where you lose friends. Mm-hmm. Times where love interests don't work out. Yep. And everything. 
Mm-hmm. Like it happens. It it sucks sometimes, but like that, w- like seeing the process of seeing something happen at the end is the best feeling. Yeah, it's better than any drug. There's better than better than anything. Mm-hmm. I'd rather put I would rather put more time in those things, and I know I'm getting something back, than something I can't guarantee. You know. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Damn. And you, where'd you go to college at? I went to Labette Community College in Kansas. I was a wrestler there. Go Cardinals. Go Cardinals. <laughs> go Cardinals. <laughs> How long did you go there for? Uh, two years. You Was that two years? I literally... No. No. Well, I worked my ass off. Mm-hmm. I, I was... Uh, I broke my collarbone my senior year of high school, and I like kind of like worked my ass off, talked to college scouts, mm-hmm. and one of them picked me up because I went with my best friend. And my best friend, shout out to Garrett Wild, literally probably the most humble person i've ever met literally like he kind of was just like i'm not gonna sign here unless you sign my friend Ooh, nice yeah that's some real shit yeah and like i i make sure to do that in the same aspect now but mainly the why the reason why i stopped wrestling was because like my body couldn't take it anymore like doing all the weight cuts I, I mean there was days i was cutting like eight pounds in a day just so i could make just one duel yeah. or a tournament and like my body couldn't take that. I'm bigger now. I mean, I'm I'm eating plates. I'm eating good now. <laughs> well, weight was it? I was at uh, 174 pounds and then 184 pounds. Damn. Yeah, should have been heavyweight. Fuck no! <laughs> you you've seen college heavyweights in yeah. wrestling? Hell yeah, dude! Oh my god. Grown ass men, bro. Yeah. Look up Gable Stevenson. <laughs> That is a Man, unit. it's fucking scary he's as hell. A, he's a unit. Unit. That guy is a truck. You get double legged by him. I'd rather get hit by a car <laughs> than double legged by Gable Stevenson. <laughs> but mainly, I like told my mom, like I was like, okay, after this, like I'm not gonna go back to school. Like she was my grade started like because I started putting all my effort into Dear Lover at the point, and I was managing people. I was helping people out. I was mainly like people's A and R. Um, but my mom was so upset about that. And I just said, this is all going to pay off. Like, this is all going to pay off. Like, and my brother, shout out to my brother. He's doing his, uh, master's degree at Texas tech, go red Raiders. Um, <laughs> but, but, but he took a totally different, he took a totally different route. And I took, I took on the route. Well, what he wants to do, he has to take that route. Mm-hmm. Me, I was in a business class and I'm arguing with my business professors about ideas and they're not even trying to like hear me out. So I was literally like, why would I, why would I sit in these classes and learn from these? They're not doing anything. They're just teaching me. I mean, I know understand it's their job just to teach, but like, I can learn more about a business by being in a business. Yeah. <clears throat> so I gambled on myself. I I technically like took the last couple of my finals, left, uh, never went back to school. I, have I thought about it? Yeah, at the very low points. But will I go back now? Probably not. Why not? Yeah. Everything's going well with the Dear Lover stuff and the producing. Like, I literally, next, this year, I we're going to have so many moves made. Like, all my homies are going to have moves made. She's going to have her brand going. Die 37 Skateboards. Like, a whole lot of shit. My mm-hmm. homies are like, my homies are getting looked at, getting signed by, like, music-wise. Like, labels are looking at us. Like, we're set. God is good. 2023, I mean, that's basically, like, how I see it as well. It's just like a lot of people that are, you know, you put that, you put the time in, you put the work in, you know, I think this year is going to be a big year for a lot of people 
and uh, that's what I hope it is, man. Um, I think this always, year is more connecting, connecting with people and just getting a lot of groundwork. Like last year, I felt was a lot of groundwork. Yeah, we laid the foundation. Like especially with you, because mm-hmm. I feel like you made a lot of moves last year. Mm-hmm. You did a lot of shit. You laid down the foundation. Now everybody's seeing it. Now they're like, "What's next?" Yeah, and now it's time to build the tower. Shoot, yeah, yeah. And I mean, for same here. I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff coming up that I can't really say, but yeah. Um, but man, I've always wanted to like try to work with you. Yeah, I know our schedule is always fucking stupid yeah, crazy. at times, man. But crazy, you know. I'm um, glad we did this though, for sure. I know, man. I mean, it was a fun. It's it's been a fun episode. Yeah. What guy twenty? What, your brand? Oh, die thirty seven. So die? It's a, but it, yeah, it's stylized D one one E. Okay. Thirty seven. Okay. Die thirty seven. Die thirty seven. At least a guy thirty seven. I was like, there's a whole backstory on that. Oh, it might be the shoes I bought. I thought that was. What'd you get? You gonna open unboxing them right now? (laughs) Are we doing an unbox video? Unboxing right right now. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just try. (laughs) They'll also try you guys to do an unboxing (laughs) (laughs) slash ASMR. Just (laughs) test the leather. Oh god. Now, coach, what you think about these? Be, be like, trash. Man, that shit's trash. <laughs> yeah. No, it's playing. Man, you got some griffies on. <laughs> no, I bought us some uh just Nike shoes for her to work Some out monarchs? In. Ooh. No. Shout out to Monarchs, bro. I've been around for a long time. Oh god, bro. dude, they are so fucking wide. I wore a pair in college and I like Scrape so someone stepped on my shoe and their shoe got messed up, not mine. <laughs> That's how some, indestructible those, those things are. Some bricks for yeah. real. You they can are. drown someone in them shoes, bro. You're getting too violent, Gavin. Man, because they're that heavy. <laughs> they are. They're fucking heavy. They're I wish they were hell. lighter. Have you had a pair? The, no. the, the Go get you a pair and try to walk a mile <laughs> in them. The epitome of a dad shoe. Is the, it, yeah. Is it Nike it's Air the Monarch. dad shoe. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's the one yeah. that dads want. Yeah, for real. It's uh, I'm the barbecue master. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know N7, that native brand for Nike? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> N7 came out, I think, in 11, 11 or 11 or 12. Oh, I don't know why I keep saying 011 or 012, but 2011 or 2012, <laughs> I believe. This is when it kind of started like getting more popular. Yeah, my uncle was like, I lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico at the time, and he's like, he's like, man, he's like, I got some shoes, man. I got I got these really nice shoes for you. I was like, oh, dope. You know, um, where are you at? He's like, I'm coming from Oklahoma. He's like, I'll be there maybe tomorrow, and I'll call you. So I was excited, man. Cause right. I was like, I bet they're N sevens. I bet there's some dope ass shoes. Fire. Yeah, and I was really excited, and he called me, and he said, man, he's like, all right, um, I'm over here at this address, come over, so drove over there, happy as hell, and then I went over there, and uh, he was like, and I went to the door, and he's like, oh, yeah, they're in my car, you know, and we went to his car and opened his trunk, he's like, here you go, they weren't in seven boxes, but I was like, maybe it's another box, you know, maybe, maybe something, and then opened up, and they're fucking big-ass monarchs, the black yes! <laughs> yes! shut up the hell, <laughs> That is hard. He Man. said, "Here you go. You're indestructible now." Bro, when I need, I just need, I'm just gonna talk to Nike. Be like, try to drop an N7 Monarch. It's <laughs> might as well. <laughs> Piddleton pattern, please. <laughs> but yeah, all black Monarchs, big as fuck. 
I was like, oh, thanks, uncle. I was like, he's sharp. He's You're like, put him on. Piece of shit. He's like, put him on. And I was like, damn it. So I had to put him on. Damn. We see they fit. So they fit pretty good because they're so big. And then I was like, these aren't bad, I guess, but they're so heavy. Like, I just, yeah. I hated walking in them a lot. I don't understand how old people be wearing them shits. How does their back not just get thrown out mm. from the, like. This is so much. $3,000 for a pair? What? 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 No, no way. way. <laughs> for what? For that pair of Monarchs? My grandpa had those Hold Monarchs. On. He didn't pay no three grand. <laughs> for a good size six is like $2,500. Like what? Six. Man, people really want Monarchs that bad That's now. hard. I'm, I'm, dropping, I'm dropping a car on a Monarch. <laughs> this is a 2006 used Civic on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I like these. I'm not going to lie. Those which, are cool. Actually, one? those are cool. Those are nice. Those are fire. Those are nice. Well, let's start wearing monarchs. I'm going to wear monarchs oh, from now on. <laughs> <laughs> let's get the podcast sponsored by Nike. Everybody only wears Just monarchs. monarchs. <laughs> yeah. On oh, God, everybody, you have to wear monarchs to get in. Oh, man. That's fucking fire. <laughs> he said, I thought I was going to get some N7s. Ended up with some fucking monarchs. <laughs> I was mad, but I was I couldn't be mad because it's a free gift, I guess. They're, they they last for forever. Much, they do. They lasted for a long time, even though they sat around for a while. But they did last for a long time. They're the perfect cutting grass shoe. True. They are a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> if you start mowing lawns, you better oh, get some yeah, monarchs. Get some fucking monarchs. Yeah. Have your girl buy them next time, Gavin. Oh God. <laughs> if you want, if you want to weigh in on my heart. Buy me a pair of all black monarchs. Buy me some monarchs. Monarchs, monarchs oh with a deer god. lover. Oh god! <laughs> border over the swoosh. DL on the fucking tongue. That is crazy. Nah. Oh my gosh! Well, I never thought monarchs would get brought up, but that's so, that's so crazy. How are we still talking about them? Buddy? They're fire. They're the most legendary. And you showed us they're two grand. Okay, true. <laughs> That's crazy. Someone is paying two grand. Dude, better... those shoes retail for 60 bucks. Yeah. They're Academy right now. <laughs> 60 bucks. <laughs> Let's go buy all of them and just start selling them on Go. Resell. Resell. Reselling. Making a bag right quick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, man, this is awesome. Um, I'm not going to hold you guys up any longer, but thank you for coming on. Thank you. Coach. Russell. Nassim. Nassim. <laughs> but, you know, thank you for coming on and talking about your brands and everything you got going on. You're welcome back anytime. You oh, know, yeah. Let, let me know. We'll have to run it back for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can we get yeah. some drinks next time? Just to make it a little. No, we're going to have monarchs oh. next time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're your monarchs next time. Yeah. You have to chug out of a monarch. <laughs> <laughs> the monarch challenge monarch challenge <laughs> that's it. a that's a big ounce. <laughs> oh my <a> 40 ounce <laughs> yeah man you would be the only one to try that hell no. <laughs> no well the what's crazy the craziest thing about monarchs there was this kid i worked with named justin shipman he almost played <laughs> lineman at the university of miami but he had a size like 16 shoe mm-hmm. and he would wear monarchs i'm not shitting you <laughs> If I threw that at someone, you could kill someone. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Justin Shipman. Shipman? Shipman. Shipman. Ship. Yeah. Ship. He was deaf. Oh, shit. He okay. was deaf, but he was so good at reading lips. It was crazy. Mm. 
and he would just wear them fucking monarchs fucking every monarchs. day. And he, I went over to his house, and he had like seven pairs all stacked up by like his garage. And he's like, "Yeah, these are the dead ones." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Whoa!" Yeah. It's gotta be hard shopping for shoes when you have a sixteen, though. Shout out to Tucker. <laughs> I think Josh Tokes in those. He has four or not fourteen, sixteens as well. I could fuck that. You know, you know how hard it must be to shop for yourself, like shoe wise. Like, fuck that! You have to scour like stores, the yeah. internet, like just to find your size. I'm a 14, and it's pretty hard to find shoes for myself yeah. sometimes. But I don't know. Sometimes I could find some, and when I do, I just say fuck it. I'm a buying because it's hard to find yeah. 14s anywhere around yeah. here, especially like some like really good shoes. Like it's impossible, impossible. I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm like a 10, 10 so. <laughs> But, like, our homie yeah. Tucker, the guy that taught me how to make beats, like, he has a hard time, like, finding, like, any shoes around here. Mm. Like, usually 13s or 14s, like, it's automatically the price is going up. Yeah. Because there's a limited amount. But there's thousands of mine. So. Yeah. Sorry. I know you were trying to end the podcast. The fucking. Shout out to the fucking Monarchs. Shout out to Nike. Shout out to the the Nike Monarchs. Monarchs. Tulsa, get bigger pairs of shoes, please. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and shout, shout, out, shout, shout out Bob the Captain. I told him I'd shout him out. His beats are fire. Check him out on Instagram. Check him out. Thank you, everybody, for coming on. I really appreciate this. Yeah, we'll have to run it back soon. Oh, yeah. We'll do that Monarch. Monarch. We'll do the Monarch Challenge. <laughs> Monarch we, Chug. Yeah. <laughs> Monarch Chug. You got to twist the boot. So twist don't bubble it, up. Twist the T in my Monarch gird. <laughs> but uh, tell everybody where to follow you at and what what things you have coming up. I'll let you go ahead. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. It's my name, Russell Quiet. Uh, you just find me at a local skate park. Nice. <laughs> I got nothing else going on. No. <laughs> what? What? Give your at. Um, my at is just Nasima Lomi, bro. People are gonna still get this wrong. My like, name's how complicated. The fuck do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, what is in an I? Isn't it in like? Just spell it. That's gonna take years. You could spell it right now rather than. <laughs> <laughs> okay. N A S E E M O L O M I. Okay, look, we did it. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at on Instagram, Coach Vuitton, V U I T T O N, and then DearLover.co, D E V R L O V E R.co. That's it. You sure? No. <laughs> and AHEC is coming up. So, did you guys find every basketball player? Yeah, we, found, we did find a new coach, actually. And then you found basketball players as well. Dear yeah. Lover going to sponsor. Let's see it happen. Yeah. Okay, podcast going to sponsor too. Come on. <laughs> interview y'all after the game. Yeah. yeah catch my post game <laughs> interview. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, do you have any games like coming up, though? Not that I've heard of. No? Okay. Well, shoot, let us know. Yeah. I like to go watch you play. Of course. Of That'd be course. pretty cool. But everybody go follow them, keep up with them. Um, make sure you're keeping updated with them as well. They have a lot coming up. Oh yeah. This on. year this year we're gonna there's some crazy ass shit. shit. It's gonna be it's gonna crazy. be an amazing year. But check them out. Uh follow Okie Podcast if you have not yet at Okiepodcast.com, uh at Rustamus.com. what the fuck? Hold on now. <laughs> I'm fucking up here. At Okie Podcast on Instagram. At Russellmus49 on Instagram. Yeah. Okiepodcast.com. Go check out the website. Uh, check me out on Facebook, Russell Sun Eagle. And check out Okie Podcast on Facebook as well. 
Yerd. And check out Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries of the Preservation. Available everywhere. Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. I know we haven't had any episodes out, but we are coming back strong. We took like, damn, I think it's been like six weeks now off. So we're coming back strong. Be ready. Got some events coming up for that as well. And so I guess till next time, everybody. Peace. <laughs>